OTP GAA. But one of the fathers was mentioning the cows at half six or seven on the, on the, on the Monday morning. They start crying that we'll just have to win in the county final yesterday. Subscribe to the OTP GAA podcast feed wherever you get your podcasts. Off the ball daily. Welcome to Thursday's Rugby Daily. My name is Richie McCormack. On the way, Connacht and Ulster have named their teams for tomorrow night's URC derby at the sports ground. The URC themselves have gotten involved in the racist incident at Benetton. There's worrying reports into the finances of English club rugby. And World Rugby has revealed new rules for kickers. But first, Leinster and Ireland front rower James Tracy has been forced to retire with immediate effect at the age of 31. He's been advised to quit due to a neck injury he sustained in April of this year in a Heineken Champions Cup tie with Connacht. Tracy represented his province on 141 occasions and made his Ireland debut against Canada in November of 2016. Tracy won five more international caps, including a start at hooker against Japan on the 2017 tour there. Leinster head coach Leo Cullen described Tracy as an incredibly diligent player who played a huge part in their success. In a statement, Tracy himself said it was a tremendous honour to represent the province, adding that he's been blessed to have played the game for as long as he has. Connacht and Ulster have named their teams for tomorrow night's United Rugby Championship derby in Galway. The Connacht team shows a whopping 12 changes from last week's Challenge Cup win over Breve. Returning to the wing is Mac Hansen, while captain Jack Carty is restored at number 10. Finlay Bealham is back at tighthead, while Kean Prendergast is named at number 8. Only hooker Shane Delahunt, blindside Oshin Dowling and centre Bundiaki are retained. That team in full sees Tiernan O'Halloran start at fullback, with John Porch and Mac Hansen on the wings. Tom Farrell returns at outside centre to partner Aki, while Carty and Quaylen Blade form the halfbacks. In the front row, it's Dennis Buckley, Shane Delahunt and Finlay Bealham. Josh Murphy and Niall Murray packed down in the second row. Oshin Dowling is a blindside flanker. Connor Oliver is on the open and Kean Prendergast starts at number eight. Jack Carty was asked this week about the threat posed by Ulster tomorrow night. Obviously a massive mauling threat. Um... I suppose their kicking game through whether it be Doak or Coons is always is obviously a, a massive in for them. So we'll have to negate that. It's been something that we've been, you know, I think teams would have maybe targeted us there over the previous years. This year we've been really, really accurate with it. Um and then I suppose for them, you know, they're they try to be relentless in their physicality, whether it be through Stu McCluskey, Luke Marshall, um, and then you obviously have the likes of Nick Timney. Um so we're very aware in terms of the way they want to play. And again, it'll just come down to the physicality part to match that or even to, you know, to trump it. And then for us to bring the the accuracy element, you look down to the game in Toman Park, we had that, we had the physicality part, but we probably didn't bring the accuracy. And I think that's where, you know, uh, where it'll be a big, I think the difference will be a big, both teams will bring that physicality bar to who can be the more accurate in around it. Connacht have won six of the last eight games after a difficult start to the season. Head coach Pete Wilkins was asked how that improvement has come about. I think our set piece has continued to improve around line-out more. Obviously, scrum is now becoming a real weapon for us. I think that gives us a massive foundation going into any game. Um, it's you know we still have the the pressure to deliver on that each time. You know you're only as good as your, your most recent performance, particularly around the set piece. But um, you know that gives us a real foundation to I suppose offer a different threat in terms of attack, a different access point in terms of pressuring opposition teams. Um, and then on the back of that, I think for us, you know, not conceding the penalties that we were conceding earlier in the season makes a big difference for those momentum swings in games. So, you know, we're not perfect um, by any stretch of the imagination, but we're um, we're moving forward massively in both those those areas. And I just think that gives us a platform to to access the game, but also to stay in the game and, and as I said, avoid those pressure releases. 
Ulster make minimal changes for that trip to the sports ground, but one in particular is rather notable. Ordinarily a scrum half, Nathan Doak will start at number 10, having filled in there against La Rochelle last week in the wake of a head injury to Billy Burns that keeps him out this week. Ian Henderson reverts to the second row with David McCann and Marcus Ray manning the flanks and Sam Carter and Dwayne Vermeulen dropping out. In full, the Ulster team sees Mike Lowry at full back with Ethan McElroy and Rob Little on the wings. Luke Marshall forms a centre partnership with Stuart McCloskey. Then it's that intriguing halfback partnership of Doak and John Cooney. It's an unchanged front row of Rory Sutherland, Tom Stewart and Marty Moore. Alan O'Connor and Ian Henderson are in the second row with a back row of David McCann, Marcus Ray and Nick Timoney. United Rugby Championship organisers have written to Benetton seeking a full explanation of the racist incident involving their prop Sheriff Traore. The Guinea-born Italy international received a rotten banana as part of a secret Santa ceremony earlier this week, going public with the issue on Instagram. Traore has accepted an apology from his teammates after they were gathered to the club's training ground by club president Amarino Zata and general manager Antonio Pavanello. In a statement, Zata wrote, I'm happy that Sheriff accepted the apology understanding the absurd stupidity of one of his teammates. I'm sure that this will strengthen the sense of cohesion within the group and that such a gesture will never again find fertile ground within our family. But that's not enough for URC organisers. In a statement of their own this afternoon, they wrote, Benetton Rugby has been asked to provide a full report on what has occurred and what meaningful action will be taken as a result. Racism and discrimination of any kind are abhorrent, completely unacceptable in society and are utterly counter to the values of the sport of rugby and the United Rugby Championship. There will be no further comment until we have additional information on the incident. Now, World Rugby has introduced a number of real tweaks in an effort to speed up the sport. Matches have often sailed beyond 100 minutes in recent months and years as a result of play stoppages and TMO interventions. Kickers will now have 90 seconds to take a conversion from the time a try is awarded and 60 seconds to send over a penalty. Kicks will be disallowed if those time constraints are breached. Teams must be ready to form a scrum within 30 seconds and lineouts must be formed immediately with free kicks the penalty for breaking those rules. There'll be less reliance on television match officials with a reminder the service is there to combat clear and obvious on-field offences. And in bad news for Razzy Erasmus, there will be fewer water carrier interventions. The new rules will come into play on January 1st, but will not apply to the New Year's derbies, according to the Irish Independent's Rory O'Connor. A report into the finances of English rugby has highlighted two clubs who are at risk of mirroring the collapses of Worcester and Wasps. According to Mike Ryan, a private equity director, Premiership clubs have collectively amassed more than £300 million in debt. The Telegraph report that London Irish are considered high risk due to low turnover, which is at best £10 million, in contrast to £25 million in net debt, while Harlequins are concerning due to their high borrowing of £48 million in the 2021 financial year. Ryan claims the league is heading for disaster unless those issues are tackled. And finally, Toulouse will be without Thomas Ramos for their final two pool fixtures in the Heineken Champions Cup. The French international fullback has been banned for five weeks, having been found guilty of headbutting and making contact with an opponent's eye during last weekend's win over Sale. Ramos will miss their games away to Sale and at home to Munster as a result. Meanwhile, former Ireland and Leinster captain Brian O'Driscoll agrees that the Champions Cup is in danger of losing its luster due to the current format of the pool stages. At the risk of bagging a competition that's um, that's broadcast by an employer, I, I still have to be honest and not disingenuous to my role here. I think, you know, it is in it is at risk of losing um, its impact as the, the competition um, in European club rugby. Um, it, it does feel as though the new setup of it um, has changed the psychology of teams 
um, where, you know, last year, I think seven points got in, which is, you know, bonus point victory and a couple of losing bonus points. One victory in four games still gets you qualified for the round 16. And, and it, you know, we talked previously, is does that suit? It suits lots of teams because, um, you know, you don't have to go in for everything. You can pick and choose your moments. You, you know, Gloucester obviously saw the writing on the wall, particularly the fact that they have Leicester in the Premiership next week, which are, who are one place below them in Welford Road. Um, so they fancy, they thought, you know, are we going to go and get anything against this Leinster team in the RDS? Look at the last seven, eight years. Um, history would lead you to believe it's unlikely. Um, and trying to fight on multiple fronts. So why not send a second string, prepare for Leicester, and for the return fixture in, in King's home in January, We'll put our full our full strength team out there. You know, a second victory will have us qualify for around 16. So put all your eggs into into that basket. You can hear that full Brian O'Driscoll interview in the OTB Rugby feed, where you should subscribe, of course, and leave all of your positive feedback. My name is Richie McCormack, and I'll have one last Rugby Daily of the week for you tomorrow.